Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. 21. Week 21. That means we can do things. Drink. We can drink when we're 21. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's going on this week? Okay. Well, uh, tonight's a big event. It is. That people should care about. Expensive um, science, baby! <laughs> there's a debate. Oh, yes, it is tonight. But this comes out tomorrow, so people will be like, oh, they yeah. have to time travel to care about it if right. they forgot about it. Well, that's just... Uh, I'm distracted. People are coming over tonight to watch the debate, having a little debate party. We'll be eating Skittles and tacos. Jesus, cat. Oh, <laughs> and if you can time, time travel... Don't use it to go back and watch the debate. Go back and do something else. Cat, why are you... Oh, my Lord. Uh, sorry, everyone. Zelda is really wanting attention right now. She jumped on my shoulder while we were talking, uh, which is not a usual thing for her. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, let's jump right into our mailbag. Mail. We have a couple messages, right? We did, yeah. So we got from Jay, who we talked about last week, who was doing the FET. Frozen embryo transfer. Which you assumed was the frozen embryo transfer. Yeah. And no, I, I knew. Assumed I assumed it was. was the fresh embryo transfer. Ugh. Whatever. She just wrote in to say, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> it was the frozen. But it was successful. Yay. Yay. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep us updated. I want to see how it goes. Uh, and then from S, who sent in a really nice uh, message about... How much she loves Cat Corner? No, she didn't say that. Yes, she did. She literally said that. I don't think Love so. Love the Cat Corner. It is my favorite. Whatever. She meant, I like <laughs> when you guys talk and cats happen to be in the room, I think. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, thanks, Jay, for the, uh, or S for the inspirational words and just telling yeah. us that we're uh, we're doing okay, which is nice to hear. Um, yeah. Yay. Okay. Quick mailbag. The whole thing's yeah. going to be kind of quick tonight because we got stuff to do. Yep, and also not too much is happening. And we got stuff to do. Right, right. <laughs> um, so let's jump into everybody's favorite. Cat corner, cat uh, corner, meow, 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 cat corner. Okay, so I got something to say about this before we get started. Okay. You claim that this is everybody's favorite. People write in saying, oh, it's my favorite. And yet. Did somebody say it's not? Yet. When I put out the challenge for people to send me pictures of cats, their cats. Oh, that is true. I got zip. Maybe. Zero. Maybe we have a lot of listeners who don't have cats. Zilch. <laughs> Then why would they like Cat Corner if they didn't have cats? We got one picture. Yes, from a friend of mine who just showed a picture of a cat staring at a corner. <laughs> Which was a good picture. Especially with Blair Witch Cat. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> but either way, I'm starting to think that people just say that to humor you. Or maybe they just like our cats more than their own. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> people only like their... Good God, stop putting your claws, in, stop oh, putting your claws into my skin. Okay, she's got to get down. Your claw is in my... Now both your claws are in my skin. Oh, get out It's tough getting happy. old as a cat, as you're hearing battle cats say. Okay. Oh, this cat. Can we get back to cat corner? I don't know. Can we? <laughs> well, like, uh, I, I want you to take it away. We just had it. Cat corner is yours tonight. We just had it. <laughs> the cat yelled at me for putting her... <laughs> I don't have a cat corner tonight. You do. I do? Yeah. You told me about it while you were cooking. Oh, good God. That, is, that does not qualify. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> I told you about it. You should say it. I, I don't know all the details. It's a good so point. I know that. So I was away at a gopher football game, and Chris was cooking a potato dish that's, because our friends were having a potato cooking event. Hang on. That's a game. By, the football game was by the Minnesota football team, the Golden Gophers. Right. We didn't go watch a bunch of Gophers play football. Right. Which would be more interesting to me. <laughs> well. But not to most people, just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were having a potato challenge, so I was making a potato dish, which is something I don't do. I don't cook. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of it, I was playing music, and I was dancing a little, which was hard, because I like dancing with Persephone in the kitchen. That's something yeah. you and her did a lot, too. Yep. But uh, I felt like dancing. Because the cooking was going well. And Battle Cat came in and she looked at me and like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I danced back and then she followed me and I danced the other way and she followed me and I danced the other way and she followed me. And she's old. Mm -hmm. So she don't know what's going on. No. Um, and I picked she her up. She was probably just waiting for you to sit so that she could sit on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I picked her up and I danced with her a little bit and she seemed perfectly happy and content. 
That was my cat experience. Well, then I thought Zelda was jealous. Oh, Zelda did come in and she brought her toy in the kitchen. Because <laughs> when I got back from the game, Zelda's toy was in the kitchen. And I said, did Zelda bring her toy into the kitchen? Yeah, she did. <laughs> Later on. But it made me think cats can obviously hear the vibrations of the music. And they see us moving with the vibrations. Yeah. Do cats understand dance? Well, they can tell if a woman is pregnant or not. So I'm guessing. <laughs> and if we have ghosts. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing that they can tell. Look, she's got her head down now. Like, she's so comfortable. Like, she, <laughs> don't, don't make me get yeah. down. Don't make me get down. I just thought it was pretty funny that you were having a good time with Battle Cat and Zelda noticed it and immediately was so jealous she had to go get her toy. <laughs> That's kind of her thing. It's kind of her MO, her modus operandi, is that if you're having fun with a cat, she must come and help and have fun as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Cat coder's done. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to... Was that her? Was that this one? I or was no that idea. Zelda? Let's not worry about it. Oh, I did... I, we did leave her outside last night, Battle Cat. Unintentionally, because we didn't yeah. know she was outside. Yeah, I went outside to put a thing into the fire pit to burn, and I was gone for like a minute, and I came back, and she... She always stays on the deck. Yeah. But she must have went somewhere else. She's because... probably following you. <laughs> she just follows you around now. To sit on my lap wherever I sit. <laughs> Are you going outside to sit? I want to sit on that lap. But yeah, she, but uh, an hour and a half later, I heard a meowing. I was like, that must be her. Yeah, she was just standing at the mm-hmm. door. But she's fine. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do a stress level scale check-in. Okay. I'm Bob Ross. Right now, I am also Bob Ross. You say that right now. Did you spend well, most of the week at something else? throughout the week I was at a different level, which we'll get to later. So you were higher or lower? High. Well, Bob Ross is the lowest. Well, is it? You might get lower somehow. And I don't <laughs> so I was a much higher just... level last week, which we'll get to in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that was quick. This episode's yeah, over. I know. Well, <laughs> not really. I wanted to talk a little bit... Um, as one does with any pregnancy, or certainly their first, uh, they are learning, you're learning things as you go throughout the pregnancy. So this is the first time I've ever been pregnant with twins, so I'm learning things. There are three different types of twins. Yeah, like paternal and fraternal, or, or are you talking like about Like identical or fraternal, but like what they're, what they're known as in like the twin world is... Um, Oh, shoot. I know. Looks a lot like... Is it mono? Is that how they say it? Shoot, no. That's something you get when you kiss too much. I had it all, like, ready, I thought. (laughs) Did you underline things? You should have underlined things. (laughs) Like, you're in your science Okay, so it can be a monoamniotic, monochorionic twin pregnancy. What's that? That means that there are twins and they are sharing the same um, gestational sac. Oh, wait. What? And they're sharing the same placenta. So those this is would typically be identical twins. So that little sac thing that yeah. they talk about? Yep. But doesn't that go away eventually? No. That becomes the amniotic sac. I mean that is the amniotic sac. Which they are always in. Yeah. Do they bust out of it eventually? That's what that's what happens when water breaks. When oh. water breaks. So is your water gonna break twice? Yeah. <laughs> We're discovering new ground. Yes, it would. Well, because well, yeah, so there's the identical ones where they're sharing a gestational sac and a placenta. That seems less stable. It can be dangerous. They they not only can one twin take more nutrients from the placenta than the other twin. Then you get Danny DeVito also, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> they can also um, <laughs> do... Uh, there's some kind of twin tran- transfer, some kind of disorder that can happen in the in other... Oh, Okay. TSS is the initial, but I don't know too much about it. Oh, the TIS. Yeah. Yeah. There's also monochorionic diamniotic twins. So they're sharing the same placenta, but they have each have their own sac. Okay. And I don't know if this is identical or not. Necessarily. Because it could just be like the placentas grew and like into each other, maybe. Okay, sure. But I don't know for sure. And then there's diamnionic dichorionic twins. Or, or abbreviated to die die, <laughs> die die. That's not a good abbreviation. <laughs> I know, uh, but that's what we are having. Where they each have their own sack and they each have their own placenta. Can they be either any either one of these and also be identical, or can only one or two of them be identical, or can only one be identical? Die dies are not identical. I do not think ever. They're fraternal. Yeah. 
can because identical twins happen when an egg is fertilized, and during the initial dividing process, it divides too many times, and then makes two babies. Right. So that first one you mentioned, where they're yeah. in the same sack. Yeah. Can they be fraternal? I don't think so. They have to be identical. I think so. You didn't read all this, did you? I don't know for sure. Do you, does it feel like yeah, I'll, I'll be honest? I uh, kind of it does. <laughs> I skipped a lot of it because I knew it was die die. So I didn't like look into so much detail. Oh, well. About the others. You've intrigued me though. You need to do your research so you can answer my intriguing questions. I know. Huh. Okay. It's interesting. I, I well, I'll look it up for maybe we can figure it out for next week too cuz that's interesting to me. I don't know. Maybe they can be like in the same sack and have the same placenta and complete be completely fraternal twins. Oh wait, here we go. When the extra division of the zygote occurs four to seven days after conception, the twins will have separate amnions, but will share one chorion, and their placentas will be fused. This is termed... So it depends on when they're separating. Right, that's what If the split like. occurs after the eighth day following conception, the identical twins will share the same placenta, placenta chorion, and amnion. Huh, there you go. So I, yes, they're, the, both of these, the mono ones... Um, they're identical. Okay. Because it's because I, the, the, the zygote or the, the fertilized egg divided so many times. Okay. I'll buy that. Sure. Yeah. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. So you read that in your book. That's cool. Yeah. What's this book called, by the way? Did you mention it? I have. It's called When You're Expecting Twins, Triplets, or Quads by uh, Dr. Luke. Oh, this is the Dr. Luke book? Mm-hmm. Is there another Dr. Luke book or is this the one? This is the one that I got oh. mad at last week. Okay. But so it has some good information despite you getting mad at it. I'm not saying it's all bad. That one (laughs) section in particular is the worst. Okay. And we should mention that we did look up why, when they turn from embryos to fetuses. Yes. We had that question last week. And it's, we know the time, it's 10 weeks, 10 pregnancy weeks, which is eight gestational weeks, (laughs) eight weeks. Um, It's basically because the organs are developing. You can see the organs developed by the end of week 10, right? Yes. That's what they said. The major organs have developed, so that's why they consider it a fetus at that point. Yeah. Which was interesting. I didn't know that. Because it just seems like a random day. They're like, hey, end of week yeah. 10, you're a fetus. Yay. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything. It's just good to know. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything else to offer with that? Uh, not about that one. Okay. So let's get this going then. <laughs> Gotta look out. <laughs> okay. So as a reminder to everyone, uh, this is week 10 of the pregnancy. Pregnancy week 10, just gestational week 8, yes. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's how I'm going to get through this. <laughs> it, it's, you're going to annoy me every time yep. it happens. I'm going to be as scientifically accurate as possible. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> yeah, gestationally, they've been around for 8 weeks. But just skip that part. Just skip it. Say, say that in your head. <laughs> Silently to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where thoughts come from? <laughs> Okay, uh, so 10 weeks, uh, fruit size of the, now we can say fetuses. Yep, because they are officially fetuses. Uh, kumquat. What, what, is, what is a kumquat? Yeah, I, what I think is funny about this is, because uh, sometimes different sites will tell you different fruits, because some fruits are you know, similar in size. Everywhere it's kumquat for this week. And I was thinking, I don't think many people, like I'm not too familiar, I don't know if I've ever even seen a kumquat in like real life. Because it looks like an orange, but... Smaller? Like the pictures we just pulled up, there's nothing to scale. Yeah, you need like a scale. We need like a banana next or to somebody, it. Oh, there's a guy. Here's a guy like on a kumquat bush. That helps. <laughs> he looks... Does he look happy? Very odd. He doesn't look like he belongs <laughs> next to a kumquat bush, but he seems very happy. Put in picture... Put in um, search for kumquat banana for scale. <laughs> kumquat banana scale. There's, there's nothing here. There can't be anything here. Uh... <laughs> Oh, don't do that search, guys. It brings up some terrible things. <laughs> the first thing was a banana I think with a baby spelled, head on the end of it. If you spelled kumquat correctly, I think it's with a K. Oh, is it? Yeah. There, kumquat. And the U. Where's the U? <laughs> I, they obviously know what I'm talking about. Look, the, the pictures of kumquats everywhere. But there's no banana uh, in yeah, scale. No, this is a bad bad search. Don't do not do this. It's fine. We know how big kumquats are okay. because, look, there's, they're right here. Where'd that guy go? That scale guy. Oh, he, wait. Somebody's holding one in their thumb with their finger. Oh, that's super small. That is very small. The fruit name is kumquat, they said. That is really small. It looks like basically the first two segments of your finger, your your index finger. The first, you know, the two ridges. What are these called? Do we know? 
uh, seams? <laughs> seam of your fingers. <laughs> they, they have like a real word, but it's not seam. So it's the first two, it looks like, of your finger and just a little bit wider than your finger. Mm-hmm. So that's how small they are. Yeah, so really Kumquats small. are small. You can like bite them. You just throw them in your mouth and eat them. Well, I think they have a peel. Oh, really? Yeah. This completely destroys my notion of eating kumquats. It would be a lot of work for, I think, not a lot of fruit payoff. Yeah. I know. I've never seen a kumquat in like, it's a grocery store, have you? I don't think it's a common thing for Minnesota to have kumquats. <laughs> we don't have kumquat bushes? <laughs> but it's such a fun word to say. And it's so many letters in Scrabble. So many words in it Scrabble. Is. It does have a lot. <laughs> if you could spell it right, I would probably spell it with a C. So also the same size as a Lego man. Wait, weren't we a Lego? What were we last week? A Lego. No, we're a Lego man? Yeah. I told you my story about stealing Lego men, right? No. Really? Maybe. I think I did. Well, now you have to tell all of us. I think I told everybody too, but we'll repeat it real quick. Oh, when I was you? little, like in, when we go to Target and I, I would be allowed to roam to the toy section, I loved Legos. I loved Legos. But you never got enough Lego dudes for your army because you need a giant army, <laughs> to, to, army. To, go, to put onto your castle. I mean, <laughs> come on. And you line them up and they got to be their perfect size and stuff. But you don't find them. You get like eight in a huge box and then you don't get any more, right? You have your castle, you have your eight dudes. That's not an army. Eight does not an army make, Amy. So a few times I would like open the packaging and take oh out the guys gosh. and put them in my pocket and leave. <gasps> and if it was 2016, I would probably like go to juvenile for it. Well, you know, I'm white, so they don't like to arrest white people. But it's true that we're, we're not <laughs> profile. you when you were doing this? Eight, nine? Yeah. Probably 14? About probably about eight or nine, I'm guessing. I don't think you would have gone to juvie. They like to prosecute people these days. <laughs> I don't know. It'd probably somehow be grand larceny. Those Legos <laughs> are expensive. <laughs> now you live in a, you if it was 2016 and you were eight or nine and you need Lego dudes, you would beg a parent to take you to Lego can, World at the Mall of America. You could get Lego guys. And now you can just buy Lego dudes. Yes. And my life changed. The future is here. My life changed when they <laughs> came, they had sets where you could just buy the guys. Okay. You could buy like five guys and two of them are on horses and pretty sweet. And then I just bought those, but they were like twenty dollars. You don't have a lot of money when you're a kid, so you still right. steal a little bit, which is not good. No, not good. <laughs> but hey, it was little, and I didn't know. <laughs> okay, so speaking of week ten, let's talk a little bit about my freak out last week. <laughs> the, we should. So it was Thursday. <laughs> Can we just like number them? Week eight freak out. Week ten freak out. Because yeah. every week's gonna sure. have a freak out. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, what day did I see the nurse last week? Was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Yeah. I went and saw the nurse. Um, and it was fine. I was not expecting to give a urine sample, so there wasn't a lot there. Because <laughs> I didn't... Anyway. Uh, I haven't really gained any weight yet. Uh, which I, I figured, because I've been weighing myself every morning. Uh, and then we had our little conversation. Talked about things. Uh, she told me that I should expect to gain 30 to 35 pounds. <laughs> And I didn't say anything because this was the nurse visit, but the twin book that every message board and what have you, multiple mom that I've talked to has sworn by this book. She says in the book, you should gain 40 to 60 pounds. So that's very different. I think the 30 to 35 pounds is the recommended weight gain for a singleton pregnancy. Is it? Yeah. Huh. That actually might be like 25 to 35. Okay. So anyway, um... And the visit was fine. It was kind of uneventful. They took a lot of blood. They do a lot of just basic blood tests with it. Do I have syphilis? That kind of thing. <laughs> do you? No, my blood test came back. No. That's good. I'm glad you don't. <laughs> um, and then the next uh, night, I went to sleep. And uh, during one of my many bathroom breaks, and I talked about this last week and the week before, um, I was watching on the toilet paper for blood, and there was some spotting last week. Right. On uh, Tuesday night. Okay. As normal as anyone can tell you spotting is, it still freaks you out. Which the doctor did say several times. I know. I'm just telling you, no matter how many people tell you it's normal, how many medical professionals, how many husbands tell you it's normal, you will freak out. Especially because now there's two babies. Yeah, I understand. I was like, maybe one of them isn't growing anymore, and this is the reaction, and I, I was freaking out. I, I know. But it, st- it didn't, it wasn't a lot, and it was brown, which means old, and I did call the nurse line, and they said, well, I wasn't having cramping, I hadn't recently had any things that would cause, I uh, didn't do rigorous exercise, like, 
so they said, watch it, and if it gets red, call us back. And I said, okay. And there was no more that day. So I felt a lot better when I went to bed that night. And then when I woke up the next day, there was more spotting. And it was so much that it was coming onto the panty liner, not just when I was going to the bathroom. Still brown, but still scary. Okay. So I was very much freaking out, and so I um, texted my nurse friend <laughs> who works for my OB. You're in. <laughs> And I, uh, she talked to the doctor, and I think that they, since they both know my situation and what we went through with Persephone, and just maybe to calm me down, they let me go and get an ultrasound. That was nice of them. Yeah. Well, anyway, what I kept telling people was there are two babies in here. We should all care more about this spotting situation. <laughs> two babies. And what they kept saying probably is spotting's normal. <laughs> I know. And so I had to go to the hospital to do it because the clinic was all booked up, which is fine. So I had the ultrasound and the ultrasound tech was very nice. And the babies are fine. Growing right on target. Heartbeats really fast. <laughs> uh, a and B are the same. Their baby A and baby B are basically the same or is one growing faster? Or? Like a day apart. Okay. So, so they're, they're close. The same. Yeah. Because uh, they have to be, I mean, that, that estimate isn't super... I mean, they're just looking through your... It's not. It can't be completely 100% accurate is what I'm saying. It's probably pretty good. It's probably pretty good, but like if you're off by like 10%, that's not much. Oh, yeah. That could be But what was interesting about this ultrasound is it wasn't a vaginal one. There was no twat wanding at all. Are you done with them? I think I'm done with the twat wand. Congratulations. Thank you. You've graduated. <laughs> it was on the belly. She had to push really far or kind of hard. Sometimes when you have an ultrasound at this stage on your belly, they'll have you fill your bladder. So like it pushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, I didn't, they didn't have me do that, so she kind of had to push, and I, I mean, I didn't care, so as long as I don't hurt the babies. Uh, so then my nurse friend told me when she saw the ultrasound that I have some pesky subchorionic hemorrhages. Okay. And I said, oh, okay, I, I don't really know what that is. And then a little while later, she re- told me what they were. That's when blood forms in between the placenta and the uh, uterus. Which very very common and can um, cause some spotting, and then she said, "Don't Google it." <laughs> yeah, if you ever say "Don't Google something," well, it's going to get Google. And I told right my away. friend that I, I said, "Okay." What she didn't know is I was just at that time reading what I had Googled <laughs> about subchorionic hemorrhages, and so I'll tell you all out there: Don't Google it. <laughs> so everybody is going to Google it because we just said if you say "Don't Google," it, you're going to Google it, but. I mean, the first things that came up were very medical, like not a baby center, what to expect kind of website. It was like super medical right. and super doom and gloom miscarriage city. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, my doctor too also, cause she sent me her official report of after she saw the ultrasound through like, um, the electronic charting or whatever. And she doesn't seem concerned at all. And what my nurse said was now it's something that we'll watch for and, you know, pay attention to, make sure they're not getting bigger or whatever, and we'll kind of think that's the first thing that's happening if I have more spotting, that kind of thing. Okay. But I haven't had any more spotting since then. That's good. Very good, because I do freak out no matter what. Even if I know that this is a thing, I'm still going to freak out. I do believe that no one will care as much, unless it's bright red. Okay. So and I'm, a lot. I'm going to stop you right there as if it were my turn to speak. Okay. I'm going to give you the male perspective of this now. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And what I've learned from this experience, because life is a learning process, and this is what I've learned from this experience. You know it's normal. This is the the male speaking. You know it's normal. You know saying it's normal doesn't help, because she knows it's normal. She was in the same freaking thing. So you just have to pretend to care a lot. You? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So even if you if you if you know it's normal, act like it's a big deal, <laughs> and say. Lots of things like, oh no, what are we going to do? And you, What are you going to do? What should we do? And just act like you care a lot. I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you that when I told Chris about the spotting, he didn't even say anything. It, uh, and for most of our relationship, we do a lot of like big time communication through the internet. Whether it be an email or a text or like an instant message. Like our first fight when we were dating was through instant messenger. <laughs> really? Yes. What was it about? Oh, probably volleyball. Well, you should get better at volleyball, <laughs> Daria. <laughs> so 
So I sent him this email because he doesn't get up like as early as I do. Um, and so I sent him an email saying what was happening for the day at, for me. Like I would be away from the computer, but I had some spotting and I'm freaking out. And then when I did talk to him later, he didn't even mention the spotting. He wasn't like, how are you doing? Is the spotting really bad? Like nothing. Because like I said, you know it's normal. She knows it's normal. Pretend like it's not normal. <laughs> It'll help a lot. My work friends who knew about the spotting, they wanted to get me a bench. They wanted me to lay down in my office. They were way more concerned about my husband. They're concerned about me? No, more concerned than you <laughs> okay. about the spotting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they were at the doctor's office where he said, spotting's normal. <laughs> yeah, but it also can mean really bad things. Like I it's, know. I've told you I what I've like learned about this, which is... your statement to say spotting can be normal. Oh, I just did what the doctor said. The doctor said... Spotting is normal. <laughs> I'm just repeating his words. Either way, I have learned it's a big deal. And you have to pretend like you have to know it's a big deal and convey it's a big deal. It's about communication. <laughs> Even if you don't believe fully that it's a big deal, it might be a big deal. So you should pretend like it's a big deal. Especially if you're like me where not a lot of things are big deals. The end. Okay. And you're looking fat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you brought that up... <laughs> Three weeks ago, you couldn't tell if I was fat or pregnant. Right. How are you feeling okay, today? So normally I would say you, I can't tell. But at the Twins game, or we, I, I mentioned this, we were eating up at the Metropolitan Club because we were bougie bet well, last we year. Well, yeah, we were bougie. Yeah, I said we were bougie last year. <laughs> um, and you were walking back from the restroom, and I noticed that you were bigger, and the weight is like centered in your midsection, like your mm -hmm. hip area, like mm -hmm. your hips. So you can tell. That means... That means more than just... It's not everywhere. It's not like yeah. you don't have a giant ass. <laughs> yeah, that comes. <laughs> and like, I don't know, a puffy face. You just have weight in your hip area, which means you're pregnant. So I could tell. I'm pretty sure most females would tell. Males, eh, we don't really know what the hell's going on. So we probably would be okay. like, yeah, she should work out more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we move on real quick, I did look it up. And they the general consensus is... 25 to 35 pounds for singles? I think so. Yep, and 35 to 45 for twins. Right, and the nurse told me 30 to 35. So I think she was just going by... Yep. So, so that does make me a little nervous about the care I might get with twins. But I'm going to get to that later. Okay, okay. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Do you know how much you're supposed to, how much you're supposed to weigh or gain for triplets? Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> it just said 45 to 50. It's basically the same as twins, but a little bit more. Oh. That's probably not what Dr. Luke said. No. He's probably like, gain yeah, a billion. No, Dr. Luke <laughs> thinks the more weight you gain healthily, the more weight the babies are gaining. Okay. And bigger babies, healthier babies, usually. Yeah. Healthily is the hard part. Like, it's yes. hard to put weight on healthy, actually. If you're, like, eating healthily, you don't put weight on as easily as you're just eating, like, donuts. I know. <laughs> and donuts are good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was my last week. So last week, my stress level was quite high. Yep. I understand that. Oh, the other reason why I wasn't super thrilled about your email is because at the end of it said, and I'm on pelvic rest for a year. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which basically means I'm on pelvic rest forever. Suck it. You didn't say a year, but that's what my brain said. <laughs> it said like a week, but my brain said year. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Just being honest. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. To what? More stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh, all right, let's move on to this part. I gotta tell you, that's a good song. The more I hear of it, the more it's good. Okay. The end. He's from Hibbing, you know. I didn't say anything. <laughs> but you totally wanted to. I could see it in your eyes. Okay, so the nausea... Has gotten a little bit better. Oh, good. Um, the nurse did say, and so did my friend Tracy. <laughs> Tracy had has had five babies, and one at a time. Yes, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of one at one at a time. Yes. And she uh, told me that with I think maybe just one of hers, she would take half a Unisom and a vitamin B six. What is a Unisom? Is a sleeping pill. And I thought, okay, uh, I want to, you know. 
find out from a medical professional. Like, not that I don't trust you, Tracy. Come on. It's like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the best advice. It's so, handed down through the ages. Yeah. So I was talking to, or when I was visiting with the nurse, that's the thing she said for nausea. She wrote half a unisom B6. Oh, well, there you three go. Three times a day. So three, do, wait, three times a day? The B6, three times a day. <laughs> like, you're just always sleeping. <laughs> they said half a unisom in the morning and at night. And okay. so the first night they told me that. Because I was pretty not feeling great that day. I did take a B6 in unison before I went to bed. And that pill like put me right to sleep. <laughs> Which is good. It's good. I didn't. I woke up. I had better sleep. It was less interrupted. Yeah. But I was so groggy in the morning. Oh, I suppose. And then I was thinking, how could a person take half a unison in the morning? And like function. Uh, some people are better at functioning on drugs than you are. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not doing it during the morning time. The unison. I did a few nights do the half a unison before bed. Okay. Saturday I did one, and I slept for 12 hours straight. <laughs> so I guess I needed... You needed sleep, sleep. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I am still pretty tired. Okay. Yeah. Um, Nothing too exciting to report, uh, feelings-wise. I feel good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I missed a lot of the gym last week, so I was feeling kind of... Oh, you did? Fat. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only went twice last week, so mm-hmm. um, so I was not feeling good. You went today, though. I went today. I got my run in today. It was windy. Did, was Let's Go guy there? Oh yeah, he's always there. He's in. He's the motivator. Like, gotta go see Let's Go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked to him before. He just I like hearing. He just yells every every machine he's doing. He's like, Let's go, Let's go, Let's go! Really loud. He's yelling it. And sometimes he throws in contest time, <laughs> contest time, really, contest time. He's not talking to other people. Just himself. Well, he's looking at you as he says it. I think he... Uh, I think he wants to... I don't know. Does he, he want, like, a workout buddy? I think he might be a little bit on oh, the spectrum or something. Okay. But he's a big guy. What he does sure. works. I mean, he's there... Well, he's there every day that I'm there, which means he's there every day that I'm probably not there. Um, but, yeah, that's Let's Go. <laughs> let's Go is pretty awesome. <laughs> he motivates me. He wants me to keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to introduce a new segment... Oh, we are? Yeah. All right. I just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Oh! Sorry, I can't play anymore. Oh! I know. You want me just to keep going. I know. (laughs) So sometimes when you're pregnant, you want certain foods. I thought we'd have a little uh, segment about, uh, is Amy craving anything? Oh, that's a good idea. That means your body's lacking something that you're craving. That's what cravings are. Yeah. So usually I want meat. So I haven't really been craving a lot of meat, but I have been eating meat. And before you didn't eat much meat, especially Last, red meat. So I have two craving stories. Last week, was it the day of the spotting? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. So I was already like having a bad day, very upset. Um, and then I almost threw up at work. Well, we were talking about where we were going to go to lunch, and I didn't know what I wanted because I felt really <laughs> sick. And then I went into the bathroom and like did a lot of gagging, dry heaving, <laughs> which I think is worse than actually throwing up. It is. Throwing up is a relief. Dry <sighs> heaving is just terrible. And as soon as I was done doing that, I did feel a little bit better, and I instantly wanted McDonald's. <laughs> so I exited the bathroom, and I told my work friends, McDonald's. <laughs> we talked about healthy weight gain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the book even says, eat whatever you yeah, can in the I first know. 12 it's weeks. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I was just teasing. And um, that McDonald's was amazing. But I thought it was funny that I like was just almost throwing up. Now I want McDonald's. Yeah, I don't, remember we, I don't know if we've ever mentioned Double Trouble on this podcast. Have you had that yet? I don't get that. I've never had double trouble. But you are pregnant with twins now. You might get it. For those who don't know, double trouble (laughs) is when you have really bad diarrhea and you're going to the bathroom, getting rid of your really bad diarrhea, and then you realize, oh, I have to vomit as well. And you have to make a choice, right? For some reason. What you want to clean up. For some reason, the mechanism that holds in diarrhea and vomit is the same. So when you release one, the other one goes as well. I think it's just the same for your family no 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 i've heard this from many people because you and some of your relatives sure. i will not name names sure are the only people i've ever heard of having double trouble oh no oh this is a common thing i just named it double trouble but other people talk about it well and other people don't talk about hey remember that day i was vomiting and <laughs> pooping up my butt it was awesome <laughs> but yeah you have to make a decision because you know when you vomit you're going to release some feces into the ground so what do you want to clean up or do you get a bucket and then dump it? It's it's difficult. But this isn't every time you have to throw up. Oh, God, no. This hasn't okay, happened just, in years. Just special times. I don't remember the last time I threw up, actually, either. 
I, I think it's always when I get food poisoning, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Well, you're I eat extra something. sensitive to food. Some would say that's a plus, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I've never had the double trouble. <laughs> I have a feeling. We're talking about eating, now not the other thing. <laughs> you hijacked it. Because I wanted to talk about olives. Olives. So last week, I was thinking to myself, self, I would really enjoy some olives. What type of olives? Big olives, small olives? Green olives. I'd really enjoy some big green olives. Oh, okay. Do you like um, the middles or no? The pinto? pinto oh, yeah, I eat the whole thing. Sometimes when I, I'm eating an olive, I'll suck out the middle part and eat that and then eat the olive part. I think that's pretty common. Um, and so I couldn't find any in the fridge, even though I thought we had some. <laughs> and so I asked Chris, I think it was a grocery shopping night, and I said, get me some olives. That doesn't, I don't remember you saying that, but okay. And then the next day, <laughs> I was, all day I was thinking about how, oh, I can have olives tonight. And then I asked him, I don't know if it was in person or over in am. I said, did you get olives? And he, and he said, oh. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't get the olives. I should have just thought about getting olives because I don't remember <gasps> you asking me. So then I was bummed. No olives. Yeah, sorry. I and didn't then get I think it was, oh, it was Tuesday night because you were gone. Okay. And I got home from work late and I was like, I want a cheese sandwich. And gosh, I wish I had, wish I had some olives. <laughs> On your cheese sandwich? No, just eating the olives. And so I looked in the fridge better and found olives. Oh, well, there you go. You look like I would look. First time I looked like Chris would look, and the second time I looked like Amy would look. And I found the olives. And I had a little... I don't know how else to describe it. I had a little olive orgasm. <laughs> Those olives were so good. And um, the cats were even looking at me as I was eating them, because I was... I would put one in my mouth, and then I would say, Oh my God, this is so good! <laughs> I've never had olives that have tasted better. <laughs> Which made me theorize, I should bring some olives into the bedroom, because this just sounds like a win And then there was a line, and Chris crossed it. <laughs> no, there's no line! Like, I'll, look, that's my new move. I'll go put olives on the bed and be like, oh. Amy, do and you see all those olives on the bed? there's olives on the bed, and it's all messy, and it's going to smell, and I'll have to wash the sheets. Yeah, you're right. That won't work. <laughs> Um, I got to recognize a little bit of this. Oh, come on, Kitty. Um, at the Twins game, when Amy had some hot chocolate, and she would, every time she oh, took yeah. a sip, she'd be like, oh. <laughs> it was good hot chocolate. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I have never been as nice to Amy as that hot chocolate has been. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's what I've been craving lately. Olives and just olives? Well, and then the McDonald's. The one McDonald's, yeah. After yeah, an yeah. almost throw up. Okay. Cool. I have not been craving anything. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Okay. <laughs> but I, would, I do wonder what it means if you crave olives. Well, it must have something that you're missing that you need. Do olives have any nutritional value? Oh, are you kidding me? Olives are like the number one nutritional food ever. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> That's why Greek people are so fit. Okay. Uh, so we're going to close the episode like most. Oh, we're done do. already? Well, oh. I mean, our next, our last final topic is what's up uh, this week. Oh, what are you doing this week? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good question. What are you doing this week, Chris? I have a lot of stuff going on this week. Oh, what, what do you have going on? I lied. I have very little. My okay. life sucks. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, uh, we have a Friday thing, right? Uh, we're going to sign some papers? Yeah, they're signing some papers, and they're coming to measure the carpet. All kinds of cool things. Yeah. That's okay. my week. Woo! Um, this week, I have my first official visit with my OB. So that last one was just like an emergency visit? No, it was, I had a nurse visit. Like, intake to make sure I am indeed pregnant. <laughs> Glad you still are. Yeah. <laughs> and then then it was an emergency ultrasound. Okay. So I have my first official visit. You're right OB. there. You seem like you're and about to... I had a little to... burpee oh. thing. <laughs> Thanks for telling everybody. Well, it looked there. like it was about to turn into vomit. And then I oh, thought, is she well, finally going to get the double you trouble? You never know if it's going to turn into vomit. That is true. <laughs> is that why there's that bucket? What's that bucket for? Because I scrubbed some of the floor yesterday. Oh. Okay, I wasn't sure why there's a bucket there that I oh. washed. I was like, there's a bucket. I guess I'll wash it. It's, maybe it's Amy's vomit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am I really like my OB, but there are some things I have to, to ask. Because remember when we met with um, the fertility doctor? He said they're twins, and he like talked to us about the things we have to t- talk about with um, OB for twins. Yeah, remember? he had a big list of yeah. it. Like, here's stuff that you should know and they should talk to you about, which was kind of cool. And I wish he had handed me, like, a piece of paper <laughs> with that information because I can't really remember. But um, I think I have, from what I've read and what I've found on the internet, so I think I have a pretty good nine-point list Okay. to talk about. That's a lot. It is. So, number one, how often will I see this doctor? That seems normal. She's kind of already told me that in a message, but I want to ask again. 
but the, our doctor said it should be more than normal. Yes, and what my doctor said was, because it's normal to see your doctor once a month once you start seeing your OB until a certain point, and then it's every two weeks. And so uh, I think she said once a month until 20 to 24 weeks, and then every two weeks or something like that. Okay. Is that Which is you... way earlier than a single Oh, it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know that. Um, and then will she refer me to a specialist, maternal fetal medicine specialist? Will you need to be... Dip- a lot of twin pregnancies are. Oh, really? Yeah. But so that's just a question I have to ask. One thing I did learn from the nurse is that where I go, um, all my ultrasounds will be done two floors down at the maternal fetal medicine clinic. Okay. Because their ultrasound machine isn't set up for twins. I I don't know what that means. I don't understand that at all. (laughs) So that's a question I'm going to ask. Okay. Yeah. And I would ask, what does that mean? What does that mean? Set up for twins. What does that even mean? Yeah. Maybe they just said that because they didn't want to do it for I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, vaginal versus C-section thoughts. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about this. I know we're going down the points and I'm interrupting you, but I had just assumed in my brain, my brain of brains, that you would get a C-section. That it would just be automatic. Well, sometimes it is. It depends on a lot of things, I think. Right. I, I think sometimes both babies have to be head down. Right. For sure, baby A has to be head down. Yep. Um, and then I think it depends too, like how, am I having high blood pressure problems, all that kind of stuff. So that's why, because of all of this stuff and because they considered a high risk pregnancy, for some reason, my mind just said, oh, she'll probably get a C-section. What, um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, would you rather do a I do not birth? want a C-section if possible. So if, if all things are equal, there's no, no harm to you or the baby or no threat to you or the babies, you would rather just deliver nat- vaginally. Yes, because... Recovery time is much quicker for my body to heal. Yep. It's safer for the babies because they get squeezed through the vaginal canal and a lot of like liquid gets squeezed out of their lungs. Okay. They also get um, flora or bacteria from the va- the vaginal canal. So we can't just which, like, like boost their immune system. Wipe it out of you and throw it on you. Uh, <laughs> or something. That actually is a thing people do. No. Where they will like, I, I think like Q-tip the, the vag and like stick it in baby nose. I think that's a thing. I don't know that I would want to do that. Uh, really? I think so. This blows my mind. Is it, wait, what, are you talking about like in a hospital they do yeah. this? Well, I, I think so. Wow. Um, and then for nursing, your milk comes in way later if you do a C-section. Oh, okay. Okay. And nursing is very important to me. Yep. And so for all those reasons, I'm very hopeful that I can have a vaginal delivery. Okay. And Persephone was vaginal. So that's interesting. I mean, I'm happy no matter what, if they we can get healthy babies right, out. Right, right. But I would prefer a vaginal delivery. Okay. I can, I can see that. Sometimes you have to have a C-section if you had a C-section before. Yes. I've heard that. Yeah. Because it depends on the scarring and stuff. Right. But I, I didn't have a C-section. Right. So. so this brings me to my second question, which we talked a little bit before, but... What would it? What, the first one's hard. You push. You see in the movies, push. It finally comes out. Most of the most of the people are done at that point. <laughs> is the second one going to be harder, or just as hard, or easier? <laughs> I have no idea. This is a good question. This is a question to ask. Probably not right away at first appointment. That's true, but because to me, if you know, I don't know. In the movies, they're all like, "Oh, I'm so exhausted. I just pushed out a baby. Now you get to do it again." Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> you're already kind of stretched out. Right. Yeah, I know. And then the second baby, how does it know? What if it's not ready to come yet? It's like, my brother went, but I'm not ready. I don't know. <laughs> or you just like fall out. Like These are all good questions. Yeah, okay. Good questions. Um, <laughs> another question, what's the, her ideal gestational age for the babies to be? So some doctors will say, I won't let a twin pregnancy go longer than 37 weeks. Okay, that's nine months and one day. Week, well, usually week? 40 weeks is full term. Oh. Okay. And so that's a question I have. Because I would like to go as long as I can. Yeah, sure. Without danger. Right. Okay. So that's a question. Yeah. Weight gain recommendations. <laughs> so I'm going to bring my book with me. What if she's like, yeah, you should get like 25 pounds. <laughs> That'll be a cause for some more questioning on my part of, <laughs> is this the clinic that I want to use or not? She's like, well, I never really delivered twins before, but I'm pretty sure 25 also is Also a right. question. <laughs> Have you done twins before? Oh, all right. Um, what are her views on exercise? Not that I do a lot of it, but walking. <laughs> Work. Some doctors want you to stop working at a certain point. Like, we can't afford that. 
Well, at a certain point, but what if it's like really late, like a week before you're due? I've heard 30 weeks. That seems really early. Right, but but my job is one where I sit a lot of the, most of the time. Yeah. So that's got to be different than if I were like working in a factory where I'm standing up on, a, I don't know, assembly line or something. What if the doctor's like, well, you can work, but you have to lay down. So your, 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 uh, <laughs> your, your company has to make allowances to bring a bed into your, your office. <laughs> I wonder if that, if they'd have to do that. It'd be weird. <laughs> Okay. You meet with students um, while lying in a bed. <laughs> and then ask about the hospital that I would deliver in and, and the NICU there. Because if, you know, it's likely these babies would have come early. Right. And um, I'm pretty sure we have the highest level of NICU at the place we would deliver. So it's good. Yeah, right. Whatever. Um, how much water should I be drinking? I don't think I'm drinking enough water. Because it's hard to drink water when I, think I'm, when I feel like I'm going to throw up. It's hard to drink water. The uh, best answer to that is always more. <laughs> In fact, let me tell you a secret or a special thing that went through my mind today. It was today. I don't. You've probably never seen that video of the "Do you even lift, bro?" guy explaining <laughs> if you even lift. I don't know. It's I pretty have. fun. It's humorous, and he's like, do you, "There's like a big flow chart about if they've determined once in a while if you even lift." I was thinking there should be one based on is this drink healthy for me? And it should always mm. be, is it water? <laughs> if no, go up to here. Is it water? <laughs> and you can make milk it. is healthy. Yeah, but is it water? <laughs> That's a good one. I'll go on my flow chart. So I might put this out one day. Okay. <laughs> I got to find the guy's uniform or outfit, though, and look the same as him. So. All right. And the last one is uh, to talk about genetic testing. Yeah. We're at the point now where we have to make decisions if we're going to do some genetic testing or not. And my biggest concern is how many false positives are there with twins? Because if there's 15% false positives, I don't know that I want to do it. Seven and a half percent. That's what it is. You looked that up? Yeah. Remember when we, we had this conversation and we were talking about it? I thought like, it was 5%. Uh, that's the only percentage I saw was 5% in whatever. Right. It's 5%. Uh, it is the, they do give a 5% false positive test, which sucks. So if you're testing two individuals with nothing else in common, it's 7.5%. That one of them will have a false positive. When there's twins involved? If you're testing two, yes. Oh, I see. And, and the test we're talking about, I forget what it's... Uh, my insurance calls it the first trimester screening or something, but it's just to see if you have risk factors and you could have yeah. a baby with Down syndrome or um, trisomy 13 and 18 or something. Okay. And so then it would mean if, if you were, if they thought you were, or if you tested positive or they thought you were at an increased risk, then you would have more testing. Right. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I want to talk to the doctor about it. I'm, I'm all for testing. Um, but if it's a super high false positive rate because of twins? I don't think it matters that. I think it's just you're testing twice, which means the percentage that it could be a false positive goes up a little bit because you're testing twice. And you're not testing twice. I mean, part of it's a blood test. Right. But that's my point being... So you're just using odds and statistics. Yeah, that's Okay. I want to know... I know. <laughs> but I want to know because of what they're looking at in the blood. Right. Because there's two babies, sure. Does that cause something in the test to not be as accurate? That's yeah, I, what I wanted. I can see that, um, and maybe that's possible. I don't know. Yeah, you you may be right. Maybe they're looking for a specific hormone, and that's elevated because of twins or something. Yeah. So that's a question I have. Okay. So yeah. I have a lot of questions for my doctor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm at Bob Ross, but I always have this over underlining f- stress of healthy babies. Because, sure. I mean, we got yeah. so lucky with Persephone and she was mm-hmm. so smart and amazing that you just want your other kids to be that way. And it's tough because there's always going to be this doubt until they're much older. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I remember when Persephone was like, she was learning and she's just learning. She's like one or not even one. And she's learning things. She's learning how to crawl, and you're, you're looking for signs, right? You're looking mm. for signs of, is she developing normally? And mm-hmm. that was the biggest fear of mine. I want to make sure she's developing normally. I want to make sure things are where they're supposed to be. And I could do it all over again. And I'm sure every parent goes through that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's fun. So what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to worrying about that. <laughs> so you are thinking the more we can know right away, the better? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I... Well, it doesn't help to put my head my head in the sand and be like, I oh, no, I, no, la, 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 I don't want to hear it, yeah. kind of thing. I want to know. Yes, I want to know. 
And then, I mean, there's things to think about, too. Like, what if one of these babies has test positive for a genetic abnormality, which means they're not going to live outside of the womb? Right. Yep. I mean, I have a th- I know what I would do- want to do in that situation, but, I mean, it's something we'd have to talk about. Yeah, that's... Well, let's hope we never have to get there, honestly. Right. But, I mean, that's <laughs> things we would, ha- would get to know based on these early tests. Yes, and that's kind of the reason for these early, early tests, right? Yeah. Um, one other, I think, benefit of this early test, if I've read everything correctly, is that even through the blood test, they can tell um, sexes of the babies. So we might get to know really early. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And I want to know how they do that. What? Uh, yeah. I want to know how accurate it is, because I'm curious. Not because I care, but because I'm curious. I think it's pretty accurate, because I know someone personally who had this test done um, because she was an older mom. And they knew really early that it was a, what sex their baby was. Sure, but like you said, there's twins. Like Right. right. I know. <laughs> that's that's the thing I need you. to ask. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. Looking forward to that. So sometimes uh, husbands or partners' dads go with the mom to these appointments. This right. particular first one. The first one? I, I feel like this wasn't our first first one. I feel like our first ones were the last two we went well, to. Well, I don't care either way. No, I'm just saying. I was just wondering if you wanted to go. To me, the first one was... Well, when, this is the first one with the doctor that hopefully will be delivering the babies. Right. That means little to me. But it, <laughs> but I would like to ask her questions when you inevitably don't ask her the questions. <laughs> when you're like, everything's yeah, fine. Whatever. I don't know. For some reason, you I think you get stressed sometimes and don't ask a lot of questions. I that I used to be like that, but I'm better now. You're better now, but even like the the nurse when she was like 35, 25 to 35 oh, pounds. Oh, I didn't even want to bother arguing with her. I know, but still, I, would, I that's me, right? I would have been like, wait a minute, for twins? Because <laughs> then, uh, whatever. I had to clarify that I've only been pregnant twice with her. So. Yeah. I mean, it. I didn't even want to bother. She was nice. All right, but. All right whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know, when is it? Thursday? Uh, Thursday? What time? One. Uh, maybe I don't know we'll see I have to be home a lot of Friday for this stuff unfortunately yeah but uh, we'll see um, whatever either either way you can find out what happens next week because yeah. <laughs> I think we're done here aren't we I think so we are okay any closing thoughts uh, I might go throw up <laughs> how does it feel Amy <laughs> how does it feel that, that would be my closing closing thought all right uh, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you are able to stick in it with us. Um, send us an email. Send us your pictures of cats, that your cats, not just <laughs> random cats or cats in corners. Uh, expensive science maybe at gmail.com or put it on the Facebook page either way. Uh, send us a message. Send us an email. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know how we're doing. All that other stuff. Yeah. yeah that's all. Uh, have See a good week. week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.